Welcome to episode 10 of the Nest Football Show. My name is Eddie Martin, and I am here with Jay Grader. As um, always. We are very excited to have you along for this journey. Big week, wouldn't you say? Massive week, Ed, and can't wait to get into it. But we're f- both 5-5, five and five, so we're we're in the trenches <laughs> at first place. You know, I think, I think Eddie and I both have, yeah... But it just shows how good our league is that Eddie and I are both five and five, and we're tied for first place in the division. But I think we have two of the like. I think you mean how bad our division is. How we're in the shitty. We're in no, the yeah, no. League. But I'm saying it just shows like how like how balanced the league is. How oh, like yeah. there's like not any teams like lighting it up. But um, and it all and I think Eddie, I like I think I have the best five and five team in fantasy football history. Like my team is loaded: Diggs, Julio, Robbie Anderson. But anyway, I know I I know we're uh, ad libbing a little. Darren Waller's horn. Huh? Oh, Darren! Well, Darren Waller's Darren Waller's Darren Waller. He's always going to be good. And but um, before we get into it, quickly Thrive Fantasy promo code Nest N E S T. It's a great app. Eddie and I gamble on it every week. But all um, caps N E S T Nest Nest Nest. Jets, Jets, Jets. All right, nope. let's get into episode number ten of the Nest Football Show. All right, Ed. Uh, Cardinals versus Seahawks Thursday night. We're recording about three hours before that game happens. Uh, talk about a win for the Cardinals last weekend. Man, Kyler Murray, 32 points. Obviously, we can't get enough of that DeAndre Hopkins catch in the end zone. Literally tripled. Was it quadruple coverage? Like, Dude, did, did you hear that he came out and said, like, as soon as the ball was in the air, I knew I was going to catch it? And, like, which is crazy because, yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure it was quadruple coverage. It was nuts. Yeah, so imagine, I would imagine that D-Hop's going to get most of the attention this week, um, like he does every week. So um, look out for guys like Chase Edmonds in the passing game and Christian Kirk. Um, Christian Kirk's in the top 30 in fantasy, so it's kind of, he's hit or miss every week. I mean, he had 5.7 last week with all the attention going to D-Hop. But he had 23.3 in week nine, and then uh, two 20-point games in six and seven. So watch out for him. He's a guy that you know could possibly be a flex play this week as they're playing at Seattle, which is one of the worst passing defenses oh my gosh. in the league. I love Christian Kirk, dude. I think he's a lock at the flex this week. I think right. he's a lock every week. Like He did a bit of a down week last week, but he's playing the Bills. You know, He's playing a good defense. But, yeah, Seattle's passing defense is brutal. And um, – Clusterfuck. And also, dude, you, you you know just because of like what's been going on on social media and everything, like DeAndre Hopkins is the only he's the he's the only point of emphasis aside from Kyler Murray, obviously the quarterback, but like he's the only skill guy. He's the main point of emphasis among the skill guys for the Cardinals. So a guy like Christian Kirk, who you know he had twenty points three he had a minimum of twenty points three weeks in a row before last week. I really like that flex play. I'd start him. You know he's got he got to start him. Nope. All right, now moving on to the Seahawks. DK Metcalf had an off week, two for 28, um, 4.8 points. Um, you know, one of his first bad weeks in a couple weeks, um, you know, he is either really on or he's really off. And obviously he wasn't getting the targets, only got four. So do you think he's going to light it up this week? I mean, look, the thing with DK is, like, <sighs> You know, he's never consistently getting a big volume of targets. And I think he's going to have to this week because Tyler Lockett's questionable. And, you know, he's expected to play, but he's, but like, he's expected to play. And, like, he's an elite wide receiver. Um, And, you know, they're both fifth and sixth in fantasy points. And, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's going to get a lot of targets because if he's not 100%, you know, Russ is going to be targeting him a lot. And um, another thing to keep an eye on, uh, keep an eye on Chris Carson questionable this week if he doesn't play Carlos Hyde's a good play and also Russell Wilson um, he attempts a lot of passes per game uh, usually in the high 20s to you know mid to high 30s so you know with a quarterback like that he's throwing the ball 37 41 last three games 37 41 37 so that only is a wet dream if you're a Seattle Seahawks wide receiver fantasy owner. I mean, even if you have, what's his name, David Moore? The yeah. The guy that he's kind of like that emerging number three. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that 
you know, he even has big weeks. He's, you know, 52nd, but he's had his big weeks. He had 17 in week nine, and then he had 18 in week three. So, I mean, a guy that you could possibly have on your bench, but obviously Lockett and DK are the two uh, points of emphasis in this offense. Yeah, and I, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a borderline flex play if you have him, you know. I mean, I don't. I don't hate that play at all, but it is it is pretty sick that like Russell Wilson throws the ball 30, 40 times every game, and you know he guys like DK and Tyler Locker are the ones getting most of the targets. So it's really good to have either of those guys in fantasy. Um, I guess we'll pick this game because it's tonight. I'm I'm going with the Cardinals because Tyler Lockett's questionable, Chris Carson's questionable, and you know I'm just feeling like look. I'm I'm a gut guy and I just get really good vibes from the Cardinals. I also just like want to root for Kyler Murray, you know. I think he's as tall as me, so uh, that's ins- <laughs> that's inspiring to uh, short average white guys out there. So, Ed, what do you think? Uh, I like the Cardinals as well. I mean, the Seattle secondary is like trash cans getting mm-hmm. blown around in a tornado. I mean, they suck, but. When it comes to the Cardinals, they're the best 6-3 and three team in the league. I know there's nine of them. Um, <laughs> they look really hot, and I think they're going to win the NFC. They're going to the Super Bowl. I'm calling it right now. Yeah, no, dude. My Super Bowl pick is Bills Cardinals. That uh, it's gonna wow. be a rematch. Yeah, that that's on. And I I would <laughs> love that. Wouldn't that be a great Super Bowl? I mean, it's my pick now because they're the two most complete teams on both sides of the ball. But um, to piggyback on what you said a little bit, if the Cardinals are gonna win this game just because they don't have the type of weapons that, that Seattle does, Christian Kirk's gonna need to have a big game tonight. He's gonna need to have at least six or seven catches. Agreed. All right, Ed. Moving on. We got. The only undefeated team in the NFL, Pittsburgh Steelers, taking on Jacksonville. Uh, how you feel about this one? The Steelers wide receivers are going to have a track meet against the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Um, they rank in the bottom tier for passing. And obviously, Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Deontay Johnson are both are all in the starting category this week. I mean, even Claypool had a good week last week with 21.3. Um, and Juju had a good week too, so they're really trying to. They're really starting to find their own. The only concern is their running game. I know James Conner has been a bit shaky the past two weeks, um, not getting the volume and the amount of carries that he was getting, you know, in week seven to week two. So it's interesting to see that Conner's carries have gone down, but you know he still is even wide receiver fit, or he's still running back. Let me just start that over. Connor is a dude, guy. Dude, 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 it's it's good. All that was great. Just re-say when he's running back fifteen. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's interesting to see Connor's volume going down, but he is still RB fifteen. Um, a guy that you know is averaging thirteen point five points a game. Um, look for him to have a bounce back week. Projected fi- about fifteen. Um. I'm going to disagree with you on James Conner a little bit. Look, I think he still have to play him because he's James Conner. You know, he can go off at any time, but this Jacksonville passing defense is absolute, is absolutely brutal. And you have a guy like Ben Roethlisberger throwing the ball who's, you know, a seasoned vet. You know, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, and he's got three great weapons in Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and Juju. Um, I think all those guys should be in your lineup. I think I think Deontay Johnson should be a lock for your flex, in my opinion. Uh, he had 20-plus points last week. But it's still hit or miss with him. But like I think against the Jacksonville defense, um, you gotta play any of these guys. And big Big Ben, twenty-seven points against Dallas in Week Nine, which is impressive because they didn't even put a lot of points on the board. And against Cincy, he had thirty-two points. So yeah, I mean, expect another twenty-plus point performance from Big Ben. Yeah, I mean, he no wonder Connor didn't get a lot of volume because he threw the ball forty-two plus times um, in the last two weeks. So. It'll be an interesting one. We'll see what um, Steelers are capable of. Can they stay undefeated? Um, that's, you know, we're yet to see that. But I don't know. I know Minshew's not playing. It's Jake Lutton, that quarterback, right? Yeah, they have, they have. Yeah, it's Jake Lutton. They only have one win, right? The Jags still have one win. I think so, yeah. Ugh. Man, you know, I Jacksonville's a team that, like, I always root for. I always want to see them do well. But, I mean... You know, ooh, man, and they're banged up, too. James Robinson, the only guy who's a lock every week on this Jaguars team, he's questionable. LaVisca Chenault's questionable. 
Gardner's out. Chris Thompson, IR. Chark's been a bit of a bust this year. Yeah, I mean, he's still in the top. You know, I think he was one of those overvalued wideouts, but, I mean, you know, he'll he'll get you around five targets a game. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, other than, other than James Robinson, like, would you put – would you lock in any of these Jaguars players in your lineup? No. Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's easy to say. You know, James Robinson. Talk about a season he's had, though. He has had. Well, he's the third running back in the NFL. He. <laughs> it's his stat line is insane. Okay, I'm gonna read you guys his last three weeks. Week seven against the Chargers, 22 for 119, 31 points. Uh, week nine, 22 for 99 yards, 15 points. Uh, and against Green Bay, 23 for 109 with 13 points. I mean, he's got to score some more touchdowns, but, like, he's getting the volume. And, you know, especially especially in non-PPR leagues, he has a lot of value because those leagues, they're not points per reception. So you love to see a guy like James Robinson getting 20-plus carries the last three weeks. Man, that's insane. Undrafted, too. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Lions versus the Panthers. Um Man, I don't think I've ever seen a team like Carolina that has so much fantasy value yet cannot figure out a way to win. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's out again this week, so a guy like Mike Davis, he's got to be in your lineup. He is running back number 10 in the NFL. Uh, he didn't get a lot of volume last week because, because that's that's also because the Panthers threw the ball a bunch. But DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Mike Davis, they should all be in your lineup. D- DJ Moore's 21st positionally in the NFL. He had 19 last week. Robbie Anderson had a bit of a down week considering what he's been putting up. He's ranked 12th in the NFL among wide receivers. He had six points last week, but something you got to keep an eye on too. You know, you know, if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't play, the guy who will play is P.J. Walker, and P.J. Walker is a Temple product. Now listen, People don't know about this guy, but he played in the XFL for the Houston Roughnecks. This guy was the league MVP before the league shut down due to COVID. Eddie, this guy, P.J. Walker, he's a human highlight reel. Like, he is unbelievable. So if he plays the full game, the the train keeps moving with D.J. Moore and Robbie Anderson because this guy is so good. Oh, he went to Temple. You know who else went to Temple? Robbie, Robbie Anderson. Anderson. They already have the chemistry from college. So P.J. Walker, Robbie Anderson, if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't play, is going to be a lethal connection. Uh, yeah, you, you were a little surprised I broke out the XFL uh, reference there. But, dude, I'm telling you, I was watching this guy. He is he, he literally is Mike Vick. <laughs> like, <laughs> I swear to God, dude, in the XFL, he was just above and beyond. So He was just so dominant. He was dominant. And the uh, Roughnecks were 5-0 and before the season stopped. But, yeah, I mean, look, let's just say you let's say you got bad QB options. This guy is owned in 0.1% of leagues. You know, if, <laughs> if I didn't have Matt Ryan, I would play him. I really would. <laughs> I really would. If I didn't have, because I have Teddy Bridgewater too. So Teddy Bridgewater, if he doesn't play and I didn't, let, let's say I didn't have Matt Ryan, I would play him. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's so good. He's so good. Uh, Ed, you want to add anything? Totally. This guy has been remarkable the last four weeks, uh, despite his down week in week 10. Curtis Samuel. I know he's been a pain in your ass being a Robbie yeah, Anderson owner. Yeah, he keeps owner. not even Robbie Anderson over being a Mike Davis owner, too. Dude, it's happened twice this year where Curtis Samuel literally steals. He literally runs the ball for rushing touchdowns when it should be Mike Davis's touches. He gets those, like, Bullshit. dump little pitch passes that oh, count as touchdown passes. Yeah, no, dude, he's, he's been taking handoffs. He'll line up in the I formation and run run on the goal line. It's ridiculous. I know, but, like, a really impressive game he had in Week 9 at Kansas City. Um, he had 9 for 105, a touchdown. He also had, I mean, 3 for 13 on the ground. But, like, 26.8, really impressive. In Week 8, he had 21. And then even at New Orleans, um, he had 17 um, despite the down week versus Tampa Bay, who's sneaky, like they're sneaky. They're the number four fantasy defense. They're among the top five in fantasy defenses. So it's, you know, even though they rank their secondary is one of the worst in the NFL, they're still, um, a really good defense. Um, but I mean, Samuel's a guy that, you know, if they put a lot of attention on DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson, he's a guy that's definitely going to get the spotlight. Um, and he's a very athletic player out of Ohio State. 
I believe he's a third year player. Yeah, and he's also only owned he's also only owned sixty six percent of leads leagues. So he's a guy, you know, who's a borderline flex play. He's a guy you should give a I know it's a little late to pick guys up, but he's ranked thirtieth. You know, he's a guy you should at least give a courtesy check to pick up on the waiver wire. I'm gonna pause it. Ed, what do you think about the Lions? The Almighty Lions are banged up. Matt Stafford at twenty five last week. He is now out. Uh, a guy that is going to, you know, he, his fantasy value is increasing each week. Uh, the St. Joe's Prep product and the Georgia Bulldog, DeAndre Swift, has had a pretty tremendous rookie season. RB13, he was drafted in 7th, 8th round of drafts um, last week against Washington. Who they, don't they have the number one, they have the number one passing defense. Yeah, their uh, rushing defense is pretty brutal. But, I mean, hey, it's still it's still good, though. I mean, who would have thought DeAndre Swift would be 12th, would be 13th, I should say, right now among running backs. I know. Backs. Two of the rookies, uh, DeAndre Swift is 13th, and Antonio Gibson is 12th. So. And James, James, James Robinson, he's third. James, crazy. Nuts. The running backs have been insane. Very valuable. Um, a guy like Swift that you would draft as, like, a bench player slash flex um, is really, you know, fit into the mold for this Lions uh, offense. You don't hear anything about Adrian Peterson. You don't hear anything about Carrion Johnson. Carrion Johnson was drafted a couple years ago, and now he's just irrelevant. Um, but Swift has looked really good, averaging 5.1 yards a carry versus Washington. He's also very active in the passing game. So a guy that could possibly go for 30 points this week against a dismal um Carolina Panthers rushing defense. Yeah, one of the worst rushing defenses in the in the NFL. A guy like DeAndre Swift has tons of PPR value because of his work in the passing game. You know, he's kind of becoming an owner's dream right now because he's finally getting the volume to back up his production in the passing game. Uh, the only thing about these line this, these lines are they're all they're all like banged up. All their I'm gonna read you all their skull guys. Kenny Galladay questionable. DeAndre Swift questionable. T.J. Hawkinson questionable. Marvin Jones questionable. Matthew Stafford he's questionable. He's not out. Uh, Danny Amendola questionable. So I mean, guy like Carryon Johnson he's owned in only owned in 22% of leagues. Um, he hasn't really done anything this year. But I mean, if DeAndre Swift is out, he could be a guy you could you know. I mean, I wouldn't play any of these guys, honestly. No. Adrian Peterson, I wouldn't play any of them either. But, I mean, hey, let's say you're on a weak team. Um, you can, you know, I mean, it's just something to keep an eye on. But, yeah, if you want any of these Lions guys, definitely got to watch the injury report for the week. That was fire. Okay, we got, who would have thought at the beginning of the year, Ed, that this game would be a stinker. Pats versus Texans. Now, Pats had a big win against the Ravens last week. But, fantasy-wise, there isn't really much. Uh... I don't like anybody on the Patriots, and you shouldn't like anybody on the Patriots. You shouldn't even look at anyone. Um, in terms of the Texans, the Texans uh, triplets. Uh, I'm sorry, the Texans, <laughs> the Texans trio of Randall Cobb, Will Fuller, and Brandon Cooks. They've all been having good seasons, and they're pretty much borderline flex plays every week. But um, a little concerning. The Pats passing units is pretty good. They rank eighth in the NFL. So. I don't really like any. I don't really like any of these Texans wide receivers this week. Not to mention that Deshaun Watson, he's just not been having the type of season that he's accustomed to. Um, you know, that's. I'm gonna edit that out because that's wrong. I don't know why I thought he was playing bad. He said up and down. Do you do you want to say something now though? Yeah, but um, I think Will Fuller has been the most impressive out of the group. RB. I think Will Fuller has been the most impressive out of the group. Uh, he's wide receiver, 14. Uh, down week at Cleveland, 8.8 .8 points, but he was getting eight targets. Um, you know, he was making a lot of those short um, receptions, you know, getting first downs for Deshaun Watson, their offense. Um, but he's known as a, you know, down-the-field threat, so... I mean, just look um, like a game at Tennessee week eight, no, week six. Um, they have some really good corners, Malcolm Butler, Logan Ryan. Um, he went six for 123, averaging 20.5. And week 10 was the only week where he averaged under 10 yards of reception. Um, and also, it was only the third time this season where he's had where he's not recorded a touchdown. Um, how many touchdowns does he have? He has six touchdowns, pretty good for a guy that 
you know, in years past, he's been that, like, boomer bust type of receiver. Now he's really formed into a wide receiver, too, slash flex. Yeah, he's been surprisingly solid this year. I don't know. I just, I'm just not really confident in any of these guys because of, you know, the tough matchup. I mean, man, talk about a guy like Brandon Cooks, you know. His career's really taking a turn for the worst. Um, This isn't, I mean, he's been decent this year, but, like, he's wide receiver 27, you know. He's Brandon Cooks. You would think he'd be doing a lot better. He's come on re- He's come on as of late, but I don't know. I mean, I don't really like – I just, you know, I think there's bigger problems than the talent in tech in uh, Houston, I think. I just think, like, you have guys like Randall Cobb, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, and you can't get them to produce the level that we know that they can produce. Uh, they got a bunch of washed-up scrubs, David Johnson. Yeah, but on the wide receivers, all those guys two years ago would be top, like would be drafted fourth round and above in fantasy. Yeah, I'm just—it's weird. I don't know. It's weird, but um, you know, Fuller is the only one I like. Oh yeah, I definitely like Will Fuller. David Johnson on the IR. Duke Johnson. Oh man, David Johnson's on the IR, and Duke Johnson's questionable. That's a tough one. But um, yeah. What are we thinking for this? As we look down the depth chart, I mean, who's going to start? CJ Prosize? <laughs> like, who the, the hell is this? He's in the league forever. Um, Kenny Stills is questionable. Like, why are these, why is this team so bad? I don't, they should be better. I don't get it. That's, that's good. Yeah. Here we pause it. That was horrible, but I mean. Okay, moving on to more of an eventful matchup. We have the Titans versus the Ravens. Uh, Ed, are we going to say the same thing about Baltimore that we say every week? <laughs> zero, zero weapons. Lamar Jackson's overrated. <laughs> All right, Lamar Jackson is now in the top 12. Good for him. Hey. You guys drafted him in, like, the second, third round. You guys did a tremendous job drafting your teams. Um, 23.5. I mean, that's like the bare minimum you'd expect from Lamar Jackson last year. Um, you know, 24 for 34. Um, you know, he's not – there are times where, like, he won't pass a lot. And then they're, fuck, I don't like that. Um, Lamar Jackson, great job picking him. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you Bravo. guys are picking him in the second, third round. Great for you. You really did a good job structuring your fantasy rosters. Um you know, last three weeks has been mediocre, 16.5, 20, and 23. Um, you know, I'm not even going to mention my guy, but uh, he's outperforming Lamar Jackson. Uh, you'll find out who that is later in the podcast. Oh, <laughs> Justin Herbert. <clears throat> uh, little, He's literally 13 now. Um, Marquise <laughs> Brown, a guy that where you would think, oh, what? Who's a guy that? The Ravens passed up on to get Marquise Brown. It was... Was it DK? No, it wasn't DK. Not that year. What 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 year was it? It could have been DK, I feel it like. It might have been. But, dude, like, like, who's the problem? Is it Lamar Jackson or is it Willie Sneed and Marquise Brown? Because, like... Willie Sneed had a good week last week. I know he did. Finally. And Wednesday's Brown. Oh, dude, c- dude. Could you imagine if Dez just, like, comes back and is, like, 2015 Dez? How crazy would that be? That'd be insane. I, I would love that, honestly. I don't really hate the Ravens. Like, I like the Baltimore fan base. So, like, they're an easy team to root for. I just think, like, Lamar Jackson's a running back, dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's a running back. I will say Mark Ingram the second is the worst pick of this year's draft. He is ranked RB60 pretty much. And he was going in the fifth round. So, bravo to you. Um, shout out, Mike. Um, Dude, that's because it's not even... It's just, like, all these Ravens running backs are talented. They just eat into each other's workload. J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram. Dude, when Mark Ingram was for the Saints, he was an absolute animal, him with Alvin Kamara. And he was great last year, fantasy-wise, too. I, You know, I don't, I don't get why this Ravens team is so bad fantasy-wise. Um, but I mean, hey, they're they're still chugging along in real life. They had a bit of a slip up last week, but I I don't know. Just thank God I didn't draft Mark Andrews. You know, I could have picked him over Darren Waller. He had 13 points last week. He's, he is tight end five. Yeah, but dude, like up he was being down. yeah, like look, this is Mark Andrews week eight. This is Mark Andrews since week six. Four points, six points, five points, thirteen points. 
That's fucking brutal. Aside from three weeks where he had 20 points, you know, he's nothing special. But, I mean, he is their best fantasy option aside from Lamar Jackson. I mean, you still got to put him in your lineup. But, man, a guy like Mark Andrews, he was way he was way overvalued. He went 47th overall. I'm calling out all fantasy owners that drafted tight ends and quarterbacks early. You guys suck. It's just never. I never, I never touch a tight end or a, or a quarterback before the sixth round. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, there's something crazy like, you know, like back in the day when Tom Brady would go like first overall in fantasy leagues because he had Randy Moss throwing, catching the ball from him. Pause. All right. We're going to talk about the Titans now. A team in free fall. A team in free fall. Derrick Henry, he's still top five um, among running backs, but he only had 11 points last week. And you're playing a Ravens team, which is in the top 10 in both rushing and passing defense. And a guy like A.J. Brown. He had 3.1 points last week. He is wide receiver number 28. Which is impressive because he's uh, been hurt. No. Oh, 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 yeah. For him, that that's impressive. But a Look guy, at his stat line. Yeah. No, yeah. You're, you, you fucked me up. Shut up. Yeah, no. <laughs> you, you literally fucked Let me up. Let me just read it for, Shh, Eddie, for shut, Eddie, shut up. Can I, like, finish my thought? 21, God. 23, 27. All right, 12, all right, all right. Oh, dude, fuck. Now, now there's some more shit for me to edit. Thanks. Um... Okay, I talked about Derrick Henry. Yeah, but A.J. Brown, you know, he's been playing like the player that we all thought he was. You know, he's 28th among wide receivers, which is impressive because he missed two weeks this season. But since week five, I'm going to read you stats. 21, 22, 27, 12, 20. Uh, only had one catch last week, but that was just a, cl- that was a clusterfuck of a game for the Titans last week. But a guy you think should be doing better is Corey Davis. Um... You know, when Corey Davis was coming out of... Fuck, he's doing well! I mean, okay. Besides Week 9. Yeah, besides Week 9, Corey Davis has been doing great. Um, I don't get why this Titans team has been underperforming. I mean, is their defense just that bad? I mean, John, Johnny Smith. Johnny Smith at the tight end four. Uh, he Still. had nine points last week. I mean, all these Titans guys are great Are great fantasy options. I, I, I like all of them. But my only concern is that this is a good Ravens defense, but... All these guys, Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Jonu, Corey Davis, Ryan Tannehill, they should all be in your lineup. He had Jonu Smith had weeks six through eight, all weeks where I started him in my lineups, two, two, and five. That's horrific. Um, You know, maybe he steps it up. He's projected eight points. I mean, I'm starting no fan over him. But a guy that, you know, he's tight end four. But I drafted him in the 14th round. He was my last pick. So I like Janu. Um, maybe not this week, but he's still you know, one of my favorite picks this year. Yeah, I mean, this Titans team, it's still a good fantasy uh, option. But, you know, if you're a fan, you got to be frustrated with the team's record, especially don't, how well they started off, too. Man, oh, man. Don't start Ryan Tannehill this week. Really? Especially against the Ravens passing D. They're only uh, what are they? Yeah, I mean they're they're eighth, but yeah, no, I see that point. I actually don't disagree with that point, Ryan. Ooh, yeah, no. So the big well, I'm looking at the stat line, and the big problem is Ryan Tannehill's just throwing the ball less. I mean, actually, I mean no, I mean I'm looking at the stat line, and Ryan Tannehill's the problem. I mean, <laughs> I mean like he's the problem. I mean. Look, they're all still great fantasy options, but he's... Oh, man. Against Chicago, 10 for 21, 15 points. You've seen a digression in his completion percentage yeah. last two weeks, um, throwing for less than 200 yards. Whew. Yeah, I mean, he was averaging he was averaging a 71% completion percentage through the first six weeks. And then, yeah, now, since week seven, he hasn't gotten it one week higher than 60, so... Yeah, I mean, you're right. I would not play Ryan Tannehill, especially against this Ravens defense. I would not play him. Okay, Eagles versus Browns. Awful, awful loss for the Eagles last week. But the good news is they're playing the Browns passing defense, which is 20th in the NFL. So, you know, if Carson Wentz can play like Carson Wentz of 2017 and not a uh, college quarterback, and, and, and not a college freshman quarterback who looks horrible. Talking about Carson Wentz, I mean, he's had 19 points in the last two weeks combined. He was a bit of a tease against Baltimore and the Giants fantasy-wise. But, yeah, Carson Wentz has to get his shit together. You know, I'm still going to have confidence and say he's playing the Browns. 
I mean, they're probably the worst 6-3 and three team in the NFL, and their defense is not great. So I'm going to say, look, Fulgham, he had 1.8 points last week, but Fulgham is still 39th in the NFL despite, despite not playing three weeks. That's pretty freaking good. And look, he had a down week, and he still got the target. He was targeted five times, but... Fulgham, Jalen Rieger, Greg Ward. Jalen Rieger had eight points last week. Greg Ward had eight points last week. This Browns passing defense is awful. I would play any of those guys at the flex. No. Really? You disagree? Dude, this Browns passing there's defense better, sucks. There's better okay, passing options. But I'm saying I'm saying I could justify playing any of those guys at the flex. That's all I'm saying. Potentially, I mean Jalen Rieger just isn't getting the targets. Um Did, was he only targeted four times last week and he had four catches? He had seven targets, so I take that back. Six in week eight. Yeah, shut up, Betty. Six in week eight versus Dallas. Um, Those are two pretty dismal um, passing defenses. But, you know, a guy like Boston Scott um, tore it up. He had that one big run um, where he stayed in bounds. Um, Not a guy you're starting, but um, pretty intriguing player. Miles Sanders. Um, How about Miles Sanders still being 29th despite missing a couple of weeks? That That's pretty good. And the, he's missed three weeks. It's pretty good. With a bye, he is, yeah, RB 29, um, 15 for 85, 5.7 yards to carry. He looked good. Um, obviously, he just doesn't get any volume in the passing game, so that kind of limits his value as a PPR running back. Um, Dallas Goddard had a decent week. Um, he had 7.3. Um, he's just not getting involved enough in the passing game, but we'll see if that changes. I mean, the Browns are a pretty bad passing defense, so we'll see if Fulgham, Goddard, Rager, and possibly Greg Ward could you're, step up. You're forgetting someone. Richard Rodgers. I would play Richard Rodgers over Goddard. He had 10 last week. Yeah, Rodgers is a guy that's kind of... you got to play Richard Rodgers over Goddard. I don't think... You know, I don't know what it... I don't know what it is, but like... How old is Richard Rodgers? Uh, he's got to be at least 35. No, he's... I, don't, I think he's younger, dude. Really? He was with the... He was... I think he won a Super Bowl with Green Bay. No, I don't no. know. I could be wrong about that, but... Carson Wentz just like hates his tight ends. So, I mean, I'm not playing any of these guys. I, I wouldn't play Goddard or Richard Rodgers. You definitely have better options, but... Man, I mean, it all comes down to Carson Wentz. What kind of quarterback does he want to be? You know, you know, I mean. And who's getting shadowed by Denzel Ward? That's another big thing. Who's getting shadowed by Denzel Ward? I mean, I think it's time to start Jay Jalen Hurts, but that's just me. We could have a whole podcast on why Jalen Hurts is the answer, but you know, it's not even. I mean, look. Okay, I guess we're gonna rant a little bit here. I mean, it's not even. It's not even that. Fuck that. It's not even that. Like Jalen Hurts is the answer. The issue with the Eagles is Doug's play calling. Like, it's third and 15, and he'll have a run when we're on the other team's, like, 44-yard line. Then he'll kick a 60-yard field goal. Or, like, he'll run the same play to Jalen Hurts a million times in a row. Or he'll put us in four-down territory when we're on our own 39. Or he'll go for two when we're down by four. Oh, my God, dude, yes. It's, like, like the amount of stuff he does. Like, we, we post a meme on our story, the Doug Peterson play call wheel, and it's just, like, it's the like it's so stupid, you know. I mean, I look at how the Colts are doing with Frank Reich. The Colts are having a great season, you know. I think Doug's a horrible play caller. I think the mastermind of that 2017 championship was Frank Reich. And oh my God, on defense, fucking Jim Schwartz isn't doing us any favors either, you know. The fact that the Eagles did not think enough to invest in linebackers because that's our biggest problem. The middle of the field is wide open, you know. We can't expect our D line to constantly, you know, swallow somebody up anytime a runner gets there's a hole. Our linebackers just will not make the play. <laughs> They're all so bad. I mean, I hate to say it, but we like needed Nate Gary out there last weekend to think he's our worst linebacker. Yeah, I mean, Darius Slay is saving our defense, period. End of story. On to the Browns. Uh, Jarvis Landry, good night. You're in the coffin. Um, you know, obviously, OBJ's out for the season, so Jarvis, good luck. Um, Darius Slay is one of the best corners in the game. Uh, he's been... His track record, his resume as a player in the NFL, you know, he's a veteran. He's a great guy. Um, you know, there's a reason why the Eagles uh, signed him and traded for him. So that's that. Um, Jarvis, yeah. best of luck, kid. Yeah, no, he's – no, I mean, Darius Slay got burnt for the first time for more than 15 yards last week. He's the best <laughs> corner in the NFL. But, um, Bit you of know, a stretch, but he's definitely top five. I, I said he's one of. 
Alright. You fuck. <laughs> um, dude, why are, why are you eating nuts while I'm recording? I might just not e- edit any of this podcast. I might just put the whole unedited version in. Sweet. I mean, I I'm mean, eating nuts, guys. Yeah, Eddie's eating nuts. I mean, look, this is off the rails. This is off the rails, this fucking, this fucking eagle season. It's off the rails. But anyway, you know, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, I mean, look. Kareem Hunt could have a big week. Because you know why? Like I just said, like any guy who gets past the Eagles' front line, the man can punch through the hole. And anytime he bursts through the hole, I have zero confidence in our linebackers to make a tackle. I have I have no confidence, you know. So Kareem Hunt, he's running back number eight, sixteen points. He get he gets the volume. He gets the job done, and you know. Um, they they're they're gonna have to use him because you really think Baker Mayfield's gonna do well against our secondary? Not a fucking chance. That that is if Jim Schwartz, you know, plays prevent like he always does and just bones us. But I mean, whatever. We'll see. I just decided we aren't we aren't gonna edit any of this, so we're just gonna let it roll. Wait a second. Fuck! I had it. You just had Nick Chubb up. Do you want Nick Chubb? Wow. Both Cincinnati. Oh, both oh, they're Cincinnati. both healthy. I didn't even realize Not that. Not only they're both healthy. I mean, Nick Chubb just ruined the freaking spread by running out of bounds on the one. Oh, my God. That's right, dude. That's insane. But the fact that both running backs got 19 carries in this game versus Houston. Are you kidding me? Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. I mean, that's remarkable. Um Nick Chubb back, everyone. Um, this is an even workload, so we'll see. Obviously, the Browns are very run-heavy, so it's good to see. Um, Andy Janovic is out. <laughs> Andy's always found these obscure guys. Andy Janovic, uh, all transactions, has no transactions this season. Pick him um, up, start him. He's projected 0.5. Why are um, we talking about him? What's important about him? His season high is 2.3. Why are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> One reception for 13 yards. All, right, All right. This is this is going off the rails, but I'm going to say one thing legitimate because I guess this is just a this is just a shoot the shit episode now. Um look, I mean, Bay Bay Baker Mayfield, he sucks balls and uh tell me something I don't know. He sucks balls, so like Nick, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt could both have 30 points against this Eagles defense. Our linebackers suck dick. You know, <laughs> they suck dick. Um, what's what's the next game? What's the next game? Falcons Saints. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love the Falcons. I mean. I hate the Falcons. No, I love them fantasy-wise, dude. I got Julio. Eh, negative. What do you mean, eh? Julio and Matt Ryan have both had like 20 points the last two weeks. Julio didn't even play last week, and he's 24. Julio hasn't played one, two, bye week. He hasn't played three weeks and he's 24. This is Julio's stats since week six. 33 points, 17 points, 20 points, 16 points. He's gotten at least seven targets in that that span. Todd Gurley's good, too. Todd, Todd they were on bye last week. Todd Gurley had 11 points. Um, Todd, no, sorry. Todd Gurley's ranked running back number 11. Um, he, had, he had 19 carries, you know, 13 points in uh, week nine. Solid. Last... Four weeks, he's averaged yeah, just crazy. over two yards a carry. That's pretty bad, but, you know, he's getting the volume, so he's, you know, a pretty safe floor guy. Um, unless he scores a touchdown, he is not a ceiling guy. Oh, yeah, dude. Gurley's, Gurley's great, dude. I mean, dude, you know, think about Todd Gurley last year, like how, like, you know, he was dis- he was hurt, he was disrespected, the Rams were just constantly lying about his injury prone, how how injured he actually, like, that, talk talk about a shit show. The Rams last year were literally, like, telling the press, oh, yeah, Todd Gurley's completely healthy, he's our guy, yada, 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 and then it gets to the season, he barely gets any carries, he's hurt pretty much the whole year, and then they release him. That's kind of crazy, you know. It just makes you think, like, how much, you know, these teams lie to us, you know? Hold on. Cal- Calvin Ridley, he's questionable. 7.2 points last week. Uh, sorry, 7.2 points in week eight. I mean, he's, he's Calvin Ridley, you know? You got to play him. Him or Julio. Great option as always. How about the Saints? Let's see what we're doing here. And then Muggle Thomas had 10. No, he had four last week. But, oh, it's Jameis time, baby! 
Jameis Winston is going to take the Saints to the promised land. Mark the words. About, about to eat a W. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you have Michael Thomas catching the balls from him. Maybe, you know, they'll light it up from the outside. I mean, um, worst pick in fantasy this year has been Michael Thomas, drafted fourth in our league. Um, guys like Emmanuel Sanders, um, you know, they're touchdown dependent. You got Drew Brees, who is out for multiple weeks. Uh, Alvin Kamara is also questionable. He's still number one in fantasy. That guy, he won't even get a ton of volume, but he'll just kill it in the passing game to the point where he's a walking 20 to 40 points a game. He's, he's remarkable. I'm just putting this on mute. Yeah, fuck those bitches. Um, don't know who that is, but it's Luke and Pat. You want to tell Luke and Pat to go fuck themselves? They're gonna go fuck yourself. I think I I think they're good kids. Not uh, bad. yo, dude, Taysom Hill, start of the week. Oh, fuck no, <laughs> dude. I uh, dude. <laughs> so he's thirty second ranked. Oh wait, oh, but he's finally QB eligible. Could you imagine? If, like, <laughs> could you imagine if Jameis Winston just goes out there and he throws two picks, and then Taysom Hill gets put in the next possession, and he's like the greatest thing since sliced bread? <laughs> Wouldn't that be? I would be since the light bulb, dude. I'd be. I love Taysom Hill. I mean, dude. I mean, ooh, some Alvin, player. Did you already mention Alvin Kamara? Yeah. Yeah, he's questionable, guys. That's crazy. Mention that. All right, next game. Yeah, next game. I kind of Loki is shitter of a game. Bengals. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Bengals versus Washington. Uh, Eddie. Antonio Gibson. Terry McLaurin. Eddie. Eddie would, like, Eddie would, like, stroke off the entire Washington Redskins offense because that's literally his whole fantasy season. Love it. Is that all you have to say? You love it. Love, you just uh, love Terry McLaurin's balls in your face. Simmer down, Ray Lahar, buddy. <laughs> uh, dude, Terry, Terry McLaurin is absolutely insane um he's just getting the volume he's getting the targets um since week six he's gotten 12 targets 11 targets eight and nine so a guy you really like um he starts out his game slow but you see he really picks it up and he really proves why the second year wide receiver is probably in the top 15 wide receiver discussion um and imagine if this guy had a good quarterback throwing him the ball Imagine it's amazing what he's been able been been able to do with Kyle Allen. I know it's amazing, and it's not even Kyle Allen; it's Alex Smith because Kyle Allen broke his leg last week. Yeah, and Alex Smith did he actually? Yes, yeah, Kyle Kyle Allen like fucking tore his leg up. And then Alex Smith comes in, fucking he gets murdered on one play, and then the next play he just throws a pick like a horrible pass. It's like there's. Uh, what do you call it? Like bad juju in the air. Bad juju in the air when you're the quarterback for the Washington Redskins. Yeah, they're the what? Oh wait, dude, did uh, you see today, guys? Just so you know, this this is an off the rails podcast. I feel like it's it's going off the rails, but I think we're having college a podcast for college kids. Yeah, podcast by college kids for college kids. We 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 fucking can't be Big J journalists all the time. Uh, yo, but Ed, dude, did did you see that the Washington general manager, team president, he came out today and said. We're probably going to keep the Washington football name for the foreseeable future. And and you know why that is? Because some random guy in Virginia trademarked like 150 possible names the Redskins were, were looking at. So if the Redskins want to use any of those names, they have to pay the guy like millions of dollars. That is so funny. Some random guy who's a, who's, who's a Ravens fan, I'm pretty sure. He hates the Redskins. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, back to... Tell, tell me about Antonio Gibson. Tell, tell me why he's like uh, heaven on wheels. <laughs> Man, the boy can fly um, the Memphis product. Um, you know, last two weeks hasn't really been getting the volume. Six carries versus the Giants and then 13. But he also really took advantage of his touches as he scored two touchdowns. He had four receptions for 20 yards. He's just a guy you love. He's a terrific flex play, especially for me. Where I have Jacobs and Connor as my two RBs. Um, I'm pretty sure I only have three running backs on my roster because I trust all of these guys. Antonio Gibson, you know, he's a walking 12 to 20 points a game. Um, 
And yeah, I drafted him in the fifth round. I took a bit of a gamble, but I knew that his athleticism, he was going to beat out guys like J.D. McKissick and who else is in their backfield? Samaje Perrine. No. Is Perrine still on the team? I'm not sure, but... I think he might have got caught. J.D. McKissick is literally the death to... um. To you're, you're Antonio looking, Gibson. You're, you're looking at the Tampa Bay wide receiver. You're not even on the right team, you dumbass. Jaden <laughs> McKissick. We should honestly just like we should ha- we we should have Lofton on next week, and we should just booze the whole time and just like keep it recording the yeah. whole time. That'd be so I mean, much dude, fun. why is JD McKissick getting carries? This guy's awful. He had eight freaking rushes for six yards. Six yards! And then he probably got a goal line touch as he scored the touchdown. Gibson would have had three touchdowns. Gibson is a top 10 talent this year in fantasy, and I think he ranks inside the top 10 um, by the end of the season. I'm I'm sure of it. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about the Red the Redskins. Is really, that's who we had to talk about. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's literally every week it's like, okay, we're going to talk about the Redskins, Eddie's two butt buddies, Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin. But no, moving on to the Bengals. I'm a big fan of young players in fantasy. Yeah, you, you've, I, you've always been like that since you were a little kid. You've always been hyped. Like when, when, when OBJ started making one-handed catches, you would like, that's, that's how you kind of got to start editing. You would edit OBJ vines, right? I know, yeah. Am I right about that? I remember the day OBJ caught that ball. The night my dad told me, and I was like, "All right, I'm on my computer." And then you like, then you like rubbed a quick one out it, to the club. It ended up going viral and fine, but no big deal. Um, all right, on to the yeah, Bengals. I got it. Relax. All right. T buddy. Higgins had shut, a big week. Shut up, Eddie. Eddie. Eddie just loves to like not let me talk at all during these things, but that's okay. <laughs> Tyler. Ty, Tyler Boyd. I'm. I'm. I'm just kidding. Tyler Boyd. Just so you know. Yeah, I know. We're almost done. Tyler Boyd, uh, T. Higgins, A.J. Green had zero points last week. But, I mean, look, I mean, these guys are going to be held in check this week. Joe Burrow is going to have a rough week. He only had 14 last week. You know why? Because you're playing the Washington football team, the best passing defense in the NFL. Ronald Darby, the best cornerback in the NFL. They're great. They're awesome. I mean, Don't play any of these fucking guys. Don't play any of them, okay? Ronald, not... R- R- Ronald Darby's about to have the game of his life. Honestly, though, real, realistically, all jokes aside, look, T. Higgins is questionable. Keep an eye on that. But if you have a Tyler Border, T. Higgins should be in your lineup, right? Totally. If T. Higgins plays, he's a borderline wide receiver two flex play. I agree. Yo, we have six games left. Can we just, like, blow through them? Yeah. Um, we haven't got to my boys yet. Jets... Jets versus Chargers. You know, just how about how about you just like suck off Justin Herbert for the next five minutes, okay? Ready, go. Uh, <laughs> is it is it recording? Yeah, dude, we do, dude. dude I've been recording. I haven't stopped it. We pull up Justin Herbert's stats. Um, also, for like the fifth straight week, he is ranked ahead of Lamar Jackson, who was going in rounds two, three, four, etc. And Tom Brady, and I mean. A lot just, and and a lot of people. Carson a lot of Wentz, people. Jared Goff. I mean, he's just incredible, oh, incredible, so incredible, incredible. Um, he he saw the end great. zone on the ground. Uh, uh, had a rushing touchdown, which was pretty pretty dope. He also has a very great haircut too. I know it's absolutely ridiculous. He looks like a little boy, um, but he claimed that he didn't cut his hair since 2017. But I mean, he went from greaser to. The guy Soch. Jimmy Neutron. So she went from greaser to Soch, like yeah. in uh, the Outsiders. Oh no, he went from uh, to, he, he looks like Sheen. Yeah, that's who he looks like. But um, this guy um, you knew he's throwing the ball a lot. Forty-two times uh, versus Las Vegas, where he put up twenty-six, and forty-three at Denver. Um, the least amount of points this guy's had was in Week Three, his second start, where he had seventeen point five. Um, He's been a walking 23 points, and also he had 41 in Week 7 versus Jacksonville. Um, he's playing the Jets, so expect him to have... J-E-T-S. Suck, suck, sucks. Um, yeah, uh, Justin Herbert, start of the week. Um, he's a top three start among quarterbacks. Uh, gotta love Justin Herbert. 
And how about how about too like how he makes everybody around him just so much better, dude? Keenan Allen. Effect, man. Oh yeah, dude. Keenan Allen. You know, people thought he was dead. You know, he only had twelve points last week. <laughs> he only had twelve points last week, but I mean, he's wide receiver number seven. Mike Mike Williams. Let's check on him. He's forty eight. When Keenan Allen's not on crutches, he is a walking. 20, Dude, when Keenan Allen's healthy, like talent-wise, other than uh, other than Julio, other th- okay, other than okay, among active wide receivers right now, among Julio, other than Julio and DeAndre Hopkins, and you can maybe make the case for Antonio Brown when completely healthy. Uh, other than those three guys, you know he's a he's a top five guy when completely healthy, and you know I I had him like three years in a row. I love I I love Keenan Allen, but um, you want to you know. He's a target machine. Yeah. Uh I I mean uh so running back wise, Callan Balaj at fifteen last week. Joshua Kelly had a down week. You know, Callan Balaj is a decent flex play, especially with Justin Justin Jackson being on the IR. Man, could you uh, just just for shits and giggles, Austin Eckler was drafted nineteenth overall in our league. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> In, in case you guys, in case you guys want a visual, we should have a camera just rolling the whole time. I say next week we bring some beers on here, we bring some Delco boys, um, and we just record the whole thing. But that's probably not going to happen. But it would be funny, kind of like Joe Joe Rogan. But uh, Chargers win. Moving on, Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, did you hear that stutter there? Chargers win. <laughs> Dolphins Broncos. Drew Locke, he's gonna have fifty points. Um, what? No, in all seriousness, I mean, I love uh, Drew, Drew. Drew Locke's been really he shitty. Had less the last, than three no, points. I, I, I was joking, you fuck. Drew oh. Drew Locke. <laughs> Drew Locke's Drew Locke's been horrible, dude. I mean, he's been so bad. But I mean, I'm not ready to give up on these. I'm not ready to give up on these wide receivers. Um, Jerry Judy, he's questionable. He had ten last week. Cortland Suns on the IR. Tim Patrick at ten points last week. KJ Hamler. I mean. These Deshaun Hamilton at eleven. These guys are all good, you know. I mean, they have they have good wide receivers. It's just a matter of if uh, if Drew Locke's gonna come to play this week or not. He's questionable. So put in Rippin, Brett Rippin. You remember? Didn't didn't he? He's the guy that almost lost to the Jets, right? Yeah. Um. He had the really good first half of the game. And he just tore up. I think two, uh, two drives in a row. He threw a pick. So. Yep. Dolphins. Uh, totally forgot about the Dolphins. Uh, a, team, a team that has just looked unstoppable. Uh, another 6-3 and three team. Miami has looked really good. Tua, obviously, a guy that Jake drafted. I don't know if he's still in your roster. Oh, no, so I dropped him, then I re-picked him up. Yeah. <laughs> Tua Tagamanol... I don't even know. Tua Tagavaloa. Tagavaloa. Pull up his stats, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, sure, man. Um, you know, he's a rookie coming into the fold. Not everyone can be a natural like Justin Herbert, man. <laughs> <laughs> I still think two and it's also then will be better than Herbert. Blake Tua versus Arizona, 23.5. He's a guy that like, he should be, if you're the, if you're a guy that holds and, um, maintains three quarterbacks on your roster, Tua's that third guy. I mean, he could potentially make an argument to be a backup, um, but a guy that you shouldn't trust, but you know, if he's playing a bad team, then you know, all hell is loose. Devontae Parker sucks. Sucks. Sixth round, so yeah, pretty mediocre season. Um, he's getting a decent amount of targets the last two weeks. Uh, combined fourteen targets. Um, that's about it. Miles Gaskin on the IR. Mike Gesicki sucks. Matt Bre- Matt Breda could pass. I don't know, dude. The rest hey, of their team you... sucks. I don't know how they're six and three. I have an idea. So I since I know you have to leave because you got a DoorDash, so I have an idea. We have four games left, and guys, this is a different format, obviously this week. Um, let's just do rapid fire, and we'll do some kind of fun kind of bet. Like we'll pick the four games, mm-hmm. and All we'll right. and we'll we can. Or do you want to do whatever you want to do? I like that. You okay with that? Yeah, we do. So, like, how about this? Who's going to have the best week on each team? I'm going to bet. Yep, gotcha. And, well, what should the bet be? Oh, like us? Yeah, between us. Oh, okay. I'll buy you Chipotle. I'll buy you Chipotle if, if I get more bets right than you. 
deal. All right, and you buy me Kate May Happy Days. Same. Or, or how about kids. how about you have to buy like something like that of something of our choice? All right, okay. all right. So we just decided Eddie's got to go, and guys, like we we're trying to switch our style up a little bit. You know, we've been too official. I feel like you know, game by game. Yeah, I, I we're just we're we're just letting it fly this week. Um, Cowboys Vikings. My prediction. Uh. I'm going to say it first because I know you can't say it. You fuck. Justin Jefferson is the best fantasy week. Fuck. Um, Dak Prescott has the best. <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm picking Justin Jefferson. Who's your guy? Who's your guy for the best week? Whoever has more Is points. Dalvin Cook even alive? Oh, my God. No, is Dalvin Cook playing? Why didn't I pick Dalvin Cook? Uh-oh. Why didn't I pick Dalvin Cook? Is Dalvin Cook... Okay, all right. I just boof that. All right, so I guess you're picking Dalvin. I mean, Justin I'm Jefferson. I'm picking Justin Jefferson. Alexander. Matt, no, <laughs> oh, no, he said it. <laughs> Dalvin Cook um, is going to have the best week. Watch, like, Kirk Cousins just pull up with 40. Like So, okay, but, I mean, Justin Jefferson beat Dalvin Cook last week. Okay, so in this game, Eddie's got Justin. Eddie's got Dalvin Cook. I have Justin Jefferson. Yep. Okay, and go back the Cowboys. to the Cowboys. No, no, it's just for the game. You can pick any player from any team. Yeah. So like so pack so so Packers. Oh, I see. You got me. Yeah. So Packers Colts. Since you have the first pick now, I know you're gonna pick too. T. No. Um. I mean, I'd be stupid not to pick Devonte Adams. I know. I mean, I guess I'm gonna take Aaron Jones. God, I'm gonna lose this bet, aren't I? I'm. I think. Yeah. I think I'm 0 for two on that game. On those yeah. games. Uh, Chiefs. Chiefs. Raiders. <sighs> Whoo. Um, That's tough. That's tough. I know. I'm actually going to have to look this it's up. It's only two guys. Yeah, bear with mind. me, guys, for oh, a second. Oh, three guys. D- oh, four guys. And then there's Clyde. No, Clyde the Glide had a down week the week before. He had... Tw- eh. All right. So they're also playing the uh, Ra- Raiders, too. I'm going to pick I'm gonna pick Tyreek Hill, and if you have any balls, you will pick Josh Jacobs. If you have any, if, let me do some research. If, if, oh if, my god! If you have any self-respect for the your fifth fantasy ranked team, running back in fantasy, <laughs> will how did he do against Kansas City? Twenty-two point five. So like, are you gonna pick him? I mean, shaky. Tra- Travis Kelsey's still on the board. Mm. This is a fun format. I like doing this. This is fun. It's a good idea. Fuck. I'm looking at my guy. Pat oh my Mom. god, dude! What? No! Oh my God! I should have picked my Patty Mahomes. Mahomes. Oh my Swinger! God. All right, I owner think, of the Royals. I think I'm just 0 for three now. I think I did. You pick Mahomes? Yeah, I'm picking Mahomes. All right, last game, Bucks Rams. You have first pick. This is a there's tough one. so many options. This here. is this, fun, dude. This could go either way. Um, fuck. Pull up the Rams. L A R. I think Rob Woods is a great choice. <laughs> this is not about Cam Akers. Yeah, suck. here are all the guys. Oh my god, their roster sucks. I'm just joking. Those those are all the free agents. <laughs> oh, I, why why did I tell you that? I fucking had you on that. Oh yeah, so you shouldn't. Uh... Who are they playing? The Bucks. <clears throat> I might make a stretch. I might pick the Bucks defense at the biggest week. Nah. If could you imagine if I go zero and four and you pick the Bucks defense too? That'd be a travesty. Fuck it. I'm going Tom Brady at home. Yeah, I I was gonna pick Tom Brady. I'll pick Ronald Jones. Oh, he had a mass. Did you see Ronald Jones' stat line last week? I would have picked Brady, but J- Ronald Jones. Um, RB nine. Look, look at that. He had he had a ninety he had a ninety four yard touchdown run. He, oh yeah, that so, was that so, was a gross run. Ed going into the second half, he had two points. And then you started him, right? No, I benched him, but I still won. <laughs> I know every time I bench him, he goes off, but I still you won. Here and you were lucky. Yeah, I had the most points. Yeah, but dude, um, so going into the second half, he had one, he had like one or two points. Then he has a ninety-four yard run, and boom. But yeah, twenty-three for one eighty-two. You were already in command, though. Yep. Um. Yeah. 
So, so, um, yeah. So it looks like Eddie's gonna to be buying me lunch our... last week. <laughs> last week. Sorry, next. It looks like it, Jesus. It looks like Eddie's gonna be buying me lunch next week, though, guys. Because there's no way any of your picks hit. I just totally picked a better team. Than you. <laughs> no, actually, in, in all seriousness, I screwed up. I can't believe I didn't pick Mahomes. That was like horrible. Yeah. Who? What was your first mess up? Oh. Vikings. Oh, I, I don't Jefferson. know. Jefferson. Jefferson's an intriguing he, pick. He outscored Dalvin Cook last week. I don't know, but um, yeah. So we're gonna be doing this for the rest of the season, like doing this little format at the end with every single team. Yeah, with every. I'd say we do it in between, like really. Oh, oh, game wait, by game. Wait, you wanna know what we should do? Like, so we don't have to pick every game game, but like we should do this form, like this. We should incorporate this format into it a little bit. We should incorporate this format for like posts as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, guys. Yeah, this is yeah. Um, yeah. So this is a little bit of a different show because you know we've got a lot going on this week, both of us. But I think next week we we bring like a couple of my like I say we bring Pat on and we and we have a couple beers. Loft and no, because you know you know like oh, shit. You know you know how funny Pat is when he drinks. So like that. I I'm not like. I don't think I've actually like sat down and had a beer. Oh, dude, him. it's so funny. So yeah, can't wait. So yeah, so next next week if we get Pat on, it'll be a great show. We're gonna try to do um, we're gonna try to do a little bit of a different. We're just gonna keep the camera rolling next week. Um, we're gonna try to spread it out from like the last couple of shows have been really official. I feel like and we've been doing a lot of like, we we just been we've been taking yeah, it's been kind of a snooze fest. You know, I feel like we got to get a little bit electric here and there. So hey, if you like this format, guys. DM us, and if you don't, we'll go back to the other one. But I mean, I mean, yeah, I love it. Yeah, Thrive Fantasy. Fuck, you beat me to it. Thrive Fantasy promo code Nest N E S T all caps. We'll see you guys next week. Take care.